Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before started from the beginning and are up to finished, uh, well, yeah, they've finished season seven. And now, welcome to the bonus episode. It's reunion time. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris, and we're going to talk about the season seven, episode 15, the reunion episode. We don't have a lot to say like we usually don't in other reunion episodes, but we'll have a few things to share. There's Namely, we find- why I usually let Chris do that part that I did. Namely, we find out uh, most people don't like John. He gets a lot of booze at this reunion, which is great yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Except I think okay. he feeds off of it. Yeah. Can we talk about John being a villain? Like now. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I have so talk. many thoughts. Let's hear it. John, Jeff introduces John as like the person we all love to hate, biggest villain survivor history, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, no, I don't love to hate John. Like, I don't enjoy any part of this. I don't want to see him ever again. Do not bring him. Like, there are villains that I love to hate. There are villains that are, like, fun to watch. He is not one of them. He is the worst. I did not enjoy watching him whatsoever. No, he's not one of those people. And all those people booing him and the audience seemed to be, like, knowing that they were feeding into it. They were loving to hate him. I don't love to hate him. I hate to see him. I don't want to ever think of Johnny Fairplay ever again. He's gone. And he eats all that stuff up. He loves it. I know. And it infuriates me. (laughs) One of my notes in my reunion, which I'm pretty sure I typed this at least like six times throughout the season is I want to punch John so much. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Which again, he wants, he wants you to punch him. Um, so I don't have a lot to say about what is shared here. I'll pick out like a few things. Um, they talked to Austin. He says he had no regrets for what he did. Um, we learned that the word scramble challenge that Burton won and then didn't win because Jeff messed up on reading one of his words. And so somebody else actually won um, was designed by a fan of the show, 14 year old Kylie Cusick. So that was cool. Which is also a little bit funny because it's like, oh, a fan of the show uh, organized this challenge that we ended up having a lot of problems with. Yeah, well, the problems were on Jeff's end. It wasn't other people. Yeah, but I do think that, like, Jeff serving as the judge of the words was a mistake. Yeah, I mean, what they should have done is, like, given him more time to look at him and then edit, like, I don't know. But, yeah, I agree. Or should have made it, like, if he says somebody wins, they win. Like, no takesy backsies. That's bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah. I also could see it being, like... uh having a camera on each thing and having like judges actually watching as it's happening and giving it to Jeff. Lauren, you can voice these things. It's that are just like heckling us in the chat. I'm not trying to interrupt your conversation. You're not interrupting. (laughs) Taking part in the conversation is not interrupting the conversation, but you, you do you, you can do that. I'll just keep laughing. Also Lauren, our guest from season seven, still here for this episode. She thinks John deserves a dick punch and that Jeff can do no wrong. And that Burton sucks. I was going to edit out the part of me telling Lauren, she can like speak out loud. I was going to edit that stuff out. No, she's part of this now. Um, We do get a couple things of Jeff saying that there's like rumors that John and Nicole spent some time together. Um, Nicole looks disgusted by that suggestion. And uh, he says it about Derek. Because he's a greasy haired bitch. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. This is the comments we want you throwing in. Uh, Jeff also asks a similar question about Dara. And Dara says that she does not find John appealing at all. So that was nice. Yes. Um, We do get very... uh, 
like validating and like i don't know it was very good to hear um we jeff mentioned something because there's a couple times where and we talked about it in the finale episode of like sean and john like almost fighting at some point where like sean was like wanting to hit john oh sean right yeah um and jeff mentions in this he brings it up and he mentions that there's really basically like two main roles of the show you can't hit someone and you can't conspire to share money which i don't think we've heard like explicitly heard those rules before so that was nice yeah i think you're right um he asks about burton apparently Uh, you can commit sexual assault though so yeah that we saw that in season five um we I think he also asks about Burton and Nicole, maybe. And Burton says it's against the rules. So they must have some rule that they're, they're not supposed to like be friendly after the show until the finale or something like that. Yeah, I think part of that. Or is, no, it was Burton and Michelle. Sorry, Burton and Michelle. Yeah, I think part of that is like similar to like the Bachelor, Bachelorette rules of like we're not allowed to see the couple be, until the show episode is aired. Uh, like they don't want people to know. Because it, it could mean that, like, Burton and Michelle were really friendly on the show, and they don't want people to know that. Right. Which it didn't really in their case, but I would guess that that's why that rule exists. Why, uh, why though? I guess I, I don't understand the purpose, like... Because, like, if you see, like, if I just see, like, a cast list, and then I see a picture on Instagram of, like, Sandra and Krista hanging out, I can yeah. deduce from the cast list, like, oh, I bet they were in an alliance together. That's fair, but like, like isn't kind that of a like the, isn't that real? Like that's part of what happened, and yeah, I think they, like it, it kind of spoils the show a little bit. Yeah, I think that that's stuff fair. is that's fine fair. to share after the finale. They just don't want it's like media silence until the finale, basically. Yeah, what I was gonna say something else. Oh, we do learn with the dead grandma play that John did that Jeff did not know at the time because we talked about that that we figured like Jeff knew right then that like it was a lie, and Jeff said the show called his like his family to be like, Hey, can we help out? And his grandma answered the phone and they're like, Oh, so you're not dead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So that was kind of fun. So it's like Jeff's reaction was legit. Like he had no idea at the challenge, which we, which is even more funny to me because Jeff seemed to not give a shit because we thought he knew it was a lie at that time. And it turns out he just didn't give a shit because he really hates John as much as we do. (laughs) I think I, mean, I think you're probably right. I do think that there is a possibility that Jeff did know, but played up that story as a... Uh, yeah, maybe. Like, for the show. I like to think that he didn't, and he just also hates John as much as we do, and so he didn't care that John was mentioning a dead grandma. Yeah, I, I mean... both scenarios are true. I think that he hated John, mm-hmm. but also is... Yeah. yeah. I also think show. that maybe... Maybe Jeff had serious doubts and was like, oh, this is a fucking play. Uh And that's why they called. Yeah, that could be. Uh, Do you have anything else notes about reunion? I went through all my list. No, that's I I legitimately was like, this is such a boring reunion. Yeah. None of this is interesting. So I will say so. Sorry, that's not true. The one note that uh, you didn't say is that everyone loves Rupert. I literally have those three line, those three words written. Everyone loves Rupert in my notes. I which I missed him. Like the whole season sucked after he left me, or not it, sucked. It was just less fun to me mm-hmm. after he left you. <laughs> uh, after he left me, I was just like, "Why am I here?" Uh, Personally. yeah, I, it was just like very validating because 
as Rupert left, he was like, God, is everybody like, is nobody ever going to like me? And then it was like an entire crowd of people in all of America also loves Rupert. And I was just a little bit nervous of like, we all love Rupert, but did America in 2003 love Rupert? And yes, they did, which made me feel happy. How can, how can you not? Makes you feel good. And he seemed to be doing okay because when he left on the show to join the jury, he gave a very depressing statement. And so it's good to see yeah. he's doing okay months later. Yeah. Um, and his wife seems great. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. We get a, I did a little bit of an IMDb deep dive on some of the contestants to find out like if they've done other stuff. Many of them have done like, as always, like some of them do like other, re- other reality shows or other seasons of Survivor and stuff like that. Um, but I tried to look for stuff that was more like movie related. So I'll do like the less interesting ones first. Maybe Rupert was in, had a little role in a movie called Mountain Mafia, which was about like some underground crime stuff in with like mountain guys like Appalachia sort of thing I think uh, he played a character named Bo um, sounds fun Trish was in a movie called Trees 2 The Root of All Evil the way, which is wait, 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 a great wait. name for a movie Trees 2 The Root of All Evil have you Are seen Shit's t- Creek no you've never watched Shit's Creek I've seen like a couple episodes but not much no. man you would actually love Shit's Creek you should totally watch, watch oh, Shit's Creek it's actually like but, it's so funny and heartwarming, and also I, I am shocked and offended that you've watched it. Trees to the root of all evil sounds exactly like the joke that they make about the fucking crow movie in Shit's Creek. Like that, mm. it is. It sounds like a made-up movie on a sitcom. Well, the description of this movie is that having already faced the great white pine in Trees. Ranger Cody is now faced with the task of battling an entire feeding frenzy of genetically enhanced trees created by the government. <laughs> so I kind of want to see that movie. Again, eerily similar uh, to the movie in Shit's Creek. Burton hosted a reality show called Camp Reality, which takes viewers behind the scenes documentary style for a closer look at 13 reality stars and their hosts um, as they live and play together for... Guess how many days? 39. Four. (laughs) It's for four days. How wild is it? For four days. Uh, That's amazing. So I think it was only one season. Burton was the host, but John was one of the people on it, as was uh, Skinny Ryan. Oh. Um, And then John. He's got a few things. So he what some of the IMDb stuff he credits himself as Johnny Fairplay, not as John, whatever his actual so, last name uh, is. That is actually because he did end up having a slight wrestling career. Right. So that was the and first thing I was gonna say. Came from. So he he played in little twig though. How? He played he wrestled There's in weight the classes. TNA Impact Wrestling as Johnny Fairplay. There is a movie called The Scorned. Um, which was written by Rob from season six, or he was like one of the co-writers on it, which was Rob. We liked Um, it also stars. The director of it had directed like some other reality stuff. This movie has Johnny Fairplay in it. It also has Jenna Lewis from season one, I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And it has Ethan Zong from season three and it has Jenna from last season. Maybe it has another Jenna on it. So I had like four different survivor people on it, along with several people from like, Real world or road rules and like other reality shows. Uh, Wait, and this was read, a movie? 
Yeah, it's called The Scorned. It has a 2.8 out of 10 on IMDb. I have to watch this. Uh, I'm going to read the description, and I don't know if you do, but maybe. Uh, In a hidden beach house on the Malibu shore, a 20-something couple have a spitting mad lover's quarrel. The boyfriend storms out and into the arms of their housemate. When infidelity is discovered, horrible violence ensues, ending with the housemate soaked in blood, the boyfriend crying in the corner of the room, and the girlfriend apparently dead in the hot tub. 17 months later, a group of attractive 20-somethings move into the abandoned beach house, unaware of the tragedy. Um, one by one, temptation seduces the housemates into betraying their romantic relationships, and they are punished for their infidelities by an avenging angel of death. Uh, okay, yeah, this sounds awful. With the help of the spiritualists, the new tenants of the house fight to survive and search desperately to unlock the shocking mystery of dot 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 the scorned. The name of the movie. Uh, two so, fe- okay. two featured quotes Chris. from this movie. A quote Chris. by a character named Sandra says, "Quote." For $30,000, I should get your dick in a jar. And another quote by a character named Oliver says, sorry, dude, the keg has spoken. We have to do a crossover episode with just go with it and watch this movie. <laughs> the scorn. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll have to see if I can find it. It's probably on Amazon or something. It's got to be so awful, though. Lauren, I need you to say that out loud so people know why I just left. <laughs> Oh, I, what did she say? Oh. <laughs> Based off the description of the movie, Lauren uh, sent in the chat, in the Zoom chat, that that description made her think of Michael Scarn. Well, it's, it's the title, I assume. Oh, The Scorned, maybe? Oh, my, my head went right, right to Michael Scarn. I think that's fair. Um... I apologize. No, that's great. It's there's so a different, unrelated. There's a different movie called Scorned, but that is not... I don't know if this is on Amazon. I might have to do some searching to see if I can find it, but that's that's basically it for my uh, IMDb searching. So um, to add to your IMDb searching, I did a little bit of searching, not on how they placed or anything like that, but or even how many times they come back, but on just on who comes back. So we do get to see more of Sandra. We get to see more of Rupert. We get to see more of Johnny Fairplay. That's too bad. I know. Uh, and we get to see more of Andrew Savage. Oh, okay. I uh, like. And I believe oh. that's it, although I might be missing one, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that that's it. Andrew Savage ended up being okay for me. Like at the beginning, he was the Armani suit guy that we were like, he mentioned Armani, like a Lauren said in the premiere, like he mentions Armani suit like 10 times. He, I ended up liking him actually. Like he seemed like a relatively nice person for the most part. Yeah, I agree with that. I actually did think Andrew was going to last longer than he did. Yeah, I don't even remember because he didn't even make it to the jury, right? So I don't even remember when he... No, he got cut pretty early. Yeah. Uh, I guess seeing fucking John again will be fine. There is apparently a future um, season far in the future where they have some people serve as mentors rather than players. And Interesting. Uh, at least one of these people comes back as a mentor. Oh, okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess I'll have to see it in action. But... Yeah, I'm very interested in how mentors work, but yeah. 
Um, all right. So that wraps up all of our stuff from the reunion stuff. A nice quick little bonus episode in a few days. You should be able to expect uh, an episode for the premiere of season 41 as we're going to be doing that weekly throughout the season. And we'll catch you back up with season eight of Survivor in a few months after season 41 is over. Remember for season 41, the monster is hungry and we don't know what that means yet, but I keep seeing commercials for it when I watch YouTube TV and that's what Jeff keeps talking about. So something about this monster being hungry. It's a new era. That's right. It's a new era. Conveniently, um, we missed, we have not seen more than 75% of the old era, but this is a new era. Yeah. We're going to be traveling into the future 18 years, basically. So lots it's will change. It's going to be so wild. I'm so excited. Um, all right. So cool. So thank you all. Uh, thanks to Lauren for joining in for our reunion episode as well. Um, and yeah, as always for Travel Council. Uh, this is Chris signing off. Patrick thought I was going to say more, so he went to take a drink, but he's got to sign off now. This is Patrick not taking a drink. And Lauren was also here. <laughs> Lauren was also here. And the tribe has spoken. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. The tribe spoke already, Lauren. They spoke. We're done. And voted I'm you off sorry. the island because, I mean, you're not going to be here for next week. So That's when true. you point at the screen, it just looks like you're pointing. I don't know. At you. <laughs>